Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to WrestleLife Radio. My name is Matt Sin, and I'm here with B-Dubs today. My beautiful wife, Carol. How you doing, B-Dubs? Good. How are you? <laughs> I am also doing well. Thank you very much. So we're going to do something new today. And uh, you actually don't even know what we're doing, do you? We're doing best and worst. No, we're not. We're doing something very similar to best and worst. This is very different. Lies. I know. So the original plan was to do a best and worst today. Um, and I even had something planned, even told Kyle to make the cover for me. So sorry, Kyle, but we'll get to it eventually, I promise. Um, but this week is Chris Jericho's 30th anniversary uh, in the professional wrestling ring. So instead of doing a best and worst, we're going to introduce the best of the best. And our first topic will be of one Chris Jericho. I approve. You approve? I approve. So I was originally going to do a best and worst of Chris Jericho. Um, and I even talked a couple months uh, a couple months ago to one of my indie focus guys, the wave maker Kyle Boone. Check him out. He did a great job. Um, good episode. But the reality is, couldn't really, couldn't really think of anything. Can't really think of a worse for Chris Jericho. So what we're going to do is we're going to do we're going to do a couple things over the years. He has a thirty year career, um, and there's a ton of stuff to go over. But we're only going to do three or four different things, um, and then we're going to uh, see what you think. Yes. Because Chris Jericho's not exactly new to you, but you watched him a little while in the early 2010s, and you watched him since AEW's came back, but you haven't really, you know, followed him over his 30-year career, I think it's safe to say, and I haven't really either, um, but there's a lot of stuff that I've seen that i like to introduce you to. Cool. So the very first thing we're going to do is we're going to go back in the Wayback Machine, and we're going to go back all the way to Chris Jericho as Cruiserweight Champion in World Championship Wrestling. Uh, into the 1998 Slamboree. That was 22 years ago. So he's an eight-year veteran at this point. Uh, so basically, Chris Jericho was the Cruiserweight Champion, and he beat pretty much everyone. Uh, and he was feuding with one Dean Malenko. Do you remember Dean Malenko? I know his name. Yeah, he's a backstage producer for AEW. Mm. And he was also one of the judges in some AEW skit they did. I can't remember. Um, I think it was Cody versus Jericho, actually. Dean Malenko was one of the judges, because it could have been, you know, if the time ran out, it could have been a judge, a judge's ruling. Anyway, uh, so in 1998, Chris Jericho and Dean Malenko were feuding, um, and it doesn't really matter exactly why they were feuding, but just know that Chris Jericho is an absolute heel at this time, um, and he's beaten pretty much everyone. Uh, he beat Dean Malenko in some very questionable means. Uh, so Mean Gene Oakland says, Ah, oh, Dean, I think you've lost it. Where are you going to go? And Dean says, I'm going home. Well, a couple months later, Chris Jericho has ran through everyone in the Cruiserweight division again. Uh, he did one of his most famous promos. Dean Malenko was called the Man of a Thousand Holds. Uh, and he, Chris Jericho had a list, this gigantic list, well before the list of Jericho that we know. And it like went all the way to the ground. And Chris Jericho said he was the Man of a Thousand and Four Holds. And he said, I'm going to sit here and name them all out for you. Hold number one, armbar. And then he just, he named like four or five of them. He said armbar a couple times before he was interrupted by someone. Um, but at Slamboree, there was a cruiserweight battle royal that was happening with the winner to face Chris Jericho immediately after the battle royal for the cruiserweight championship. And the reason that this is so great is for two reasons. Uh, number one is because Chris Jericho, as the cruiserweights were all coming out, was absolutely berating them. Like, he's standing up on the entranceway with a microphone in his hand, 
just constantly cracking jokes at them. And it's just... Chris Jericho's only been a professional wrestler for eight years at this time, and he's already just absolutely stupendous. Um, and also, because of what happened at the end, because it got one of the biggest pops in WCW history. So you ready to check it out? Yep. All right. Let's do it. You just made the list. So that was Slamboree 98 with Dean Malenko versus Chris Jericho. What did you think? It was fun. Yeah? I did not know who Dean Malenko was. That's okay. I know his name, but I didn't really know who he was. So. Yeah. When it wasn't really a reveal. <laughs> so I felt like I was definitely missing out. So I was like, oh, like he's taking off the mask. And I'm like, all right, cool. Who's it going to be? Who's that? Like, <laughs> so, yeah, that was a lo- little bit lame. But that's okay. Yeah. But if you were watching wrestling at oh, the time, yeah. yeah. And you could tell when he unmasked and when he won, the crowd reaction oh, yeah. was insane. And it's really funny because WCW... Um, Eric Bischoff and Vince Russo and the guys that ran WCW are very notorious for not giving people their due and only pushing the guys that were already big stars, which is a big reason why they folded. Um, you can count on one hand, you know, the, the guys that actually made it that were not already either big stars in WWF or were already huge stars in the NWA like Ric Flair and Sting. So for Chris Jericho to be so, so hated that early in his career giving everyone crap as they're coming down the ring is which is we we talked we were while we were talking we we're talking about how mjf reminds us of young chris jericho yeah that was very mjf like mm-hmm. yeah and uh Hoovy, you were surprised when Hoovy eliminated himself mm-hmm. yeah. and uh the dean malenko reveal was it was pretty it's pretty great yeah so we're gonna move 10 years in the future now uh and we are going to go to no mercy 2008 and uh, 2008 was a year where Chris Jericho feuded with uh, my favorite wrestler of all time, Mr. Shawn Michaels. Um, and Chris Jericho and Shawn Michaels had lots and lots of history, and they had lots and lots of feuds. And Chris Jericho versus Shawn Michaels was supposed to last one match. And it was so successful that they continued it on and continued it on. And this is the one that Chris Jericho posted on his 30 years of wrestling celebration as one of his favorite matches of all time and one of the greatest ladder matches of all time. Mm. So we're going to watch that and we're going to find out what you think. Sounds good. You know how I feel about ladder matches. Exactly. I know you love them. Uh, I don't hate them. I'm just very critical of them. So I always look forward to them because I'm like, what kind of match will this be? (laughs) We'll see if Chris Jericho and HBK slowly climb the ladder, which spoiler alert, Pretty sure that they do. Oh, you just ruined it. I'm not watching now. <laughs> so Chris Jericho versus Shawn Michaels, No Mercy 2008. You guys cue that up with us. Pause it. Watch it. Come back, and uh, you'll hear our thoughts, and then, uh, yeah, we'll see how they compare to yours. We'll be right back. You just made the list. So No Mercy 2008. Chris Jericho defeats Shawn Michaels in a pretty interesting ladder match. Mm-hmm. I know how you feel about ladder matches, but but before we get started, why don't you tell everyone that doesn't know how you feel about ladder matches? So usually in ladder matches, you set up the ladder, and then we're half dead trying to get up the ladder, so we can barely lift our foot, you know, and and it takes seven minutes to get up a ladder. It should take about seven seconds, right? Like I feel like even if you're in 
pain and you're exhausted, like adrenaline, like put put some uh, urgency. Yeah. yeah, put on some urgency and let's go. Which again, I get the I, I judge it by realism. Yeah, it's a show, and so for a show, you it's you know most ladder matches are well done, but I look at it going urgency, <laughs> let's go. So what did you think of this specific ladder match? So this ladder match was the winter soldier of ladder matches for me. And let me give you an explanation of what that means. I don't, I, I, I'm a girl. Okay. And it's, I like stories and I like dialogue and I like character development. And then you have action sequences. And so when, uh, and I'm not trying to be gender biased or whatever. This is just how I see things as a viewer when you have, let's say, an action movie, like a Marvel movie, I like all the character work and I like the witty dialogue and all that stuff. But action sequences tend to lose me. It's just a bunch of movement. So I'm watching it and I just see a bunch of movement and you get like, every now and then you, you, you get a cool shot and you're like, okay, that's memorable. But mostly it's just a bunch of stuff happening and things exploding. But when I watch Winter Soldier, for me, for some reason, I, I follow the action sequences in that movie better than any other Marvel movie. Yep. Like I remember sitting there going, oh, this is very followable for a person who doesn't really follow action scenes. Yeah. And so wrestling is an odd thing for me to enjoy because it's a lot of just action sequences. But I like matches that tell good stories. And that's where I feel that this match told a good story. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of more personable things or relatable things happening that were memorable and mm-hmm. you you're watching it going okay cool i get what's going on i'm not just seeing people throwing each other around there's something happening here that i can connect with right so if okay. any of that made any sense <laughs> it's particularly to you if you went hey i get that then let us know because we can be <laughs> friends and i need more people to be friends with me who understand oh my gosh <laughs> my brain oh my gosh uh but yeah it was, it was really interesting wasn't it like at the beginning of the match they only went up the ladder like once or twice mm-hmm. and they went up pretty, pretty fairly quickly. Yeah. There was a lot of using the ladder as a weapon, mm-hmm. um, which is something I don't generally comment on because I don't have a problem with it. I, I think it makes sense. Yeah. Um, although, didn't I say, um, we, you, we do it to too much. And again, it's a show. I get it. But yeah. I'm going to look good the way I do it. Uh, we use the ladder as a weapon at times when it's not the right time for that. The right time is your opponent is on the ground outside the ring. You're it's it's time to set the ladder up and go. Right. But instead, you're throwing the ladder out of the ring, which isn't where it needs to be, onto your opponent who's on the ground. So <laughs> I'm just gonna point that out. Uh, but as a show and as a story, it's a great show. So yeah. I'm coming at it from two angles. Yeah. Um, how dare you disfigure the face of Jericho? <laughs> Yeah, he he messed up his tooth in that match. He I sure totally did. forgot. I forgot about that. I actually am looking at him and I'm like, have I had the wrong <laughs> vision of Chris Jericho all these years and he has wonky teeth? Mm-hmm. No, no, that was yeah, yeah he totally got busted out by that ladder. Busted out a tooth. That <laughs> was bad. Um no, it was really good. Oh, good. I'm glad you enjoyed it. That was uh, a match between my two favorite all time wrestlers and uh I haven't watched that match gosh, I think it was live. When I saw it. Really? Yeah, I Lance Cade, I forgot he was even in this match. I had no idea. And I didn't remember much about it. I just remember that it was legitimately good. And when Jericho mentioned it on his Instagram, I'm like, oh, we'll have to throw that one in there because I bet she'll enjoy that. Mm. Oh, also, this was my Jericho. Yeah? 
like the that era the short hair yeah the with, tight tights the the the, the white panties the the uh they weren't white <laughs> the uh but riley calls the panties yes. anyways the yeah the boots the knee up to the mm-hmm. knee and the the walls of jericho the song mm-hmm. break the wall oh i love that mm-hmm. i that's this is my jericho yep. also can i throw in something random sure when wrestlers who wear neep covering expose their knees it's kind of risque. Like, it's it? weird. You're watching, you're like, oh, no, I'm not supposed to see that part of your anatomy. Like, it's like very old world. You know how women used to couldn't show their ankles? Uh-huh. Like, in the old, like, it's like that. It's like, oh, my, his knee is exposed. <laughs> like, for a minute, it's weird. Anyways, I like, I think that's funny. That is not something that I, I thought of it. It went through you. my head. I thought, so again, if you've ever thought a thought like that, please say so in the comments so we can be friends. Um, Yeah. So you mentioned during this match, Chris Jericho, you thought that he was going to lose. And you're like, you didn't just, this is Chris Jericho's best of the best. You didn't just pick out stuff that he he's going to lose, did you? And uh, Lansky came in for the save. Mm-hmm. But it, this is really highlighting how good of a heel he is. Oh, I mean, absolutely. This is 10 years after, you know, the the last match that we just watched. And you could, t- and he's obviously came a long way. Mm-hmm. Um, not that he was, he was obviously very talented back then. But now we're going to move forward. An additional nine years. Well, and then even just to pause. I'm okay, sorry. sure. That no, was, go ahead. That was your transition, and I'm I'm ruining. You're it. fine. But even to say, oh, this is supposed to be best of the best, and he's losing. Well, yeah, but he's he's working, right? You know, and he's that's that. So that's not a bad thing, and I don't mean it that way. Um, I just you know, again, this is my Jericho era. Yeah. Um, I was ready for him to win, so <laughs> I'm like, you know, and when he did, and he did. So yeah, sorry. <laughs> All right, so back to your transition. Yes, we're fast forwarding nine years into the future. Uh, with Chris Jericho and Kevin Owens. Ooh! And this is List Jericho. Ooh! Uh, and Chris Jericho and Kevin Owens were very good friends for a solid year. I don't know. It was, it was a long time. Uh, put on some very memorable matches. They had some very memorable promos. Uh, everyone knows how great List Jericho is. Everyone knows how great Kevin Owens is. So Chris Jericho decided to celebrate their friendship. Uh, we just got to watch some heel Chris Jericho. This is babyface Chris Jericho as he gets. And he is celebrating with Kevin Owens in the Festival of Friendship. If you'd like to watch this with us, you can watch it on YouTube. You can also watch it. It is on February 13th, 2017 on Raw on WWE Network. So go ahead and cue that up. Watch it. And come back. And we'll talk about it. You just made a list. So the Festival of Friendship. It was horrible. I hated it. <laughs> Uh, so go over it. Tell me what you really, really thought. I it was horrible. I hated it. <laughs> you didn't see it coming, huh? No, I no. Well, yeah. No, I didn't hate it. Um, I uh, no, I'm waiting the whole time. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's start at the beginning. Mm-hmm. We have showgirls. Chris Jericho dancing, enjoying himself in a shiny jacket because we've got to have a shiny jacket it's in Vegas, baby. Um. We have uh, Kevin Owens doing what Kevin Owens do, just sort of looking patiently exasperated, which I think is sort of his default. Like, mm-hmm. he's often patiently exasperated yes. with people. So, but Chris Jericho's not even acting. Like, he's just having a good old time. And then we get to the ring and we have some gifts, uh, a very intimate sculpture. <laughs> yes. We'll leave it there. And then a, a painting that also questionable mm-hmm. which you know kevin owens questions it 
Um, oh, and the paint, the sculpture costs how much? $7,000. And uh, is that not how much his jacket costs? I believe that's how much the white jacket days? that was turned orange, yep. So mm-hmm. I think that's funny. I just thought that was funny. So I would like for that to be a running gag, please, um, of things that Jericho buys that are $7,000. <laughs> and that's the number that he puts on it. Like, this is an outrageous amount of money, which it is. <laughs> uh, but that should be his perspective yeah. on all things. So anyways, um, so I guess what was most jarring is I haven't seen a lot of face Jericho at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kept waiting for him to say something snarky yeah, or like, like for, you know, He's having fun, you know, but then his fun to come at someone else's expense mm-hmm. any moment now, but it didn't. So that was fun and different. Yeah. And I kept waiting for Owens to, you know, sucker Turn punch him. Yeah. yeah. So Owens hands him, he says, well, I got you a gift too. I'm like, okay, this is the moment. This is when the turn is going to happen. So even being prepared with that information, <laughs> I still was taken in because he Jericho opens the box and he goes, oh, it's a new list. And I actually said, oh, yay. <laughs> and so for a moment, I was completely worked. Mm-hmm. And I believed that maybe it's not going to go <laughs> poorly. And they're going to be fine. Uh, and then then you realize that that list is the list of KO. Mm-hmm. And it was terrible. And then I just felt, I felt betrayed. And I and I wasn't even following this, yeah. this thread. Mm-hmm. We just watched this one thing. And I felt utterly betrayed. So, well done. Mm-hmm. And Jericho delivers the line perfectly. Mm-hmm. Wait, why is my name on this? Yeah. And then he lifts up the list so you can see that it's a list of KO. Yeah. And he shows it to the camera, looks over to Kevin, and immediately gets decked. Yeah. Yeah. It was perfect. It was terrible. <laughs> and I hated it. And also, Gilberg. <laughs> yeah, you've never seen the, Gilberg. No, I haven't. But what was amazing was like, the um the sparklers the guys with the sparkler torches instead of like real pyro that was amazing that was my favorite gag i think of all time it's it's really good I yeah i'll show you some more gilbert that was hilarious <laughs> oh man well, that- and then jericho this is jericho's the only man on earth in wrestling who can pull off the line you beat him yep like he just he like of course Owens wails on Gilbert yeah and then Jericho's so happy oh, you you beat him look aren't you happy now like it was just great it was just it was fantastic oh my gosh I'm glad you enjoyed it mm-hmm. I really am honestly we could sit here and uh, doing the best of the best of Jericho we could go over a hundred different things yes more but we did three over uh one of each decade one of his first decade one of his second decade and one of his third decade do love list jericho Mm -hmm. as well list jericho is terrific um and then you know we we've gone through aew stuff in detail on this podcast so we don't have to go through it again but when you're when you're looking at the stadium stampede you're looking at his classic match with Cody. Stadium Stampede, let's watch mm-hmm. it. <laughs> you look at, we just watched it like two weeks ago let's with Ryan. Let's watch it. Let's watch it. Uh, the Mimosa Mayhem match, putting over Orange Cassidy. I mean, Chris Jericho was the guy that originally put over John Cena. Mm-hmm. And he was supposed to win that match. And he called Vince and up before the match and said, I think John's got to go over. And he said, no, I'd, I don't think so. And Jericho said, no, no, there's something special about this guy. He needs to go over me. And he's doing the same thing right now in AEW, you know? Mm-hmm. He sees something in Orange Cassidy, and he just put him over. Big. I mean, he, he lost to him twice. Mm-hmm. So I just... Chris Jericho is a once-in-a-lifetime wrestler. Uh, and he... There will never be another Chris Jericho. Yeah. And he'll retire one day. No, let's not talk about it. 
Um, so I make jokes, right, about uh, Justin Roberts being my favorite wrestler and whatever. I mean, and I say Cody Rhodes is my favorite wrestler, but um, and I love Jurassic Express, but, mm-hmm. and I love the New Day. Um, but Chris Jericho is my favorite wrestler right. of of all time. It, I don't think there'll ever be anybody to take his place. It will always be Chris Jericho. Yeah. And you made a prediction while we're watching this match because I said, "Is he going to do a face bit in AEW?" And you said that you think he will. He sure he'll he'll do a face bit and and he'll probably retire as a face. And I. I teared up. I'm not going to lie. I did. Like, just thinking about it. Like, I'm going to cry. Let's all be ready for it. We're not going to use the word retire anymore on the show. We're just not going to use it. So when it happens, we'll call it the event. The event has happened. (laughs) Google it. We're not talking about it. Oh, my gosh. So that was some of the best of the best of Jericho. That was a very fun surprise. I enjoyed that very much. He's one of the greatest of all time, if not the greatest of all time. Uh, And I think that you can make that argument because there's nothing this man can't do. I mean, just him being on commentary Mm -hmm. this year has been a blessing. I mean, it's just been incredible. So I'm not sure there's anything that Chris Jericho can't do. And yeah, I mean, he's building up all of these guys on his his stable. And I mean, he's just great. He really is great. And he said he plans to be around for a long, long time. So even when he does quit in the ring... Okay. When the event happens, thank you. Uh, he he will continue to you know manage. He will you know commentate that he will be around because he said he's not going away. Okay, uh, which is great for us as wrestling fans, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. I I feel better. AEW's a little better about that too because he doesn't have to work four matches a week like he would in WWE. You know, he can just show up uh, five times a month. You know, for a dynamite and a monthly pay per view or a quarterly pay per view like they're doing now. Um, and be somebody's manager. Yeah, and or then run he can still, yep, still tour to... with Fozzie. I mean, he yeah. he doesn't have to, you know, be there four or five days out of the week. So it actually works out really well for him. Yeah. So yeah, that was it. That was our first best of the best. Our first spotlight on Chris Jericho. And again, I know this could be really really long, but uh, what did you think? What do you think of Chris Jericho? Is he the greatest of all time? What do you think? Are you asking me? Yeah, I thought I, I was asking said, the fans. Yeah, I thought that was a question for of the all fans. Times, yeah. yeah, the answer is yes. No, we already established this. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, let us know what you think about this new show in the comments. And we uh, make sure you follow us all on Instagram and Twitter at Re- or Instagram and Facebook at Wrestle Life Radio on Twitter at Wrestle Life Pod. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Wrestle Life Matt, and you can follow B Dubs at. Carolson on Instagram, YouTube, and WordPress.com. Mm-hmm. C R O L E S E N N. Correct. Yes. I just wanted to make sure I spelled your name right. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Wrestle Life Matt for Wrestle Life Radio. We hope you all have an absolutely wonderful day. You just made the list. <laughs>